Grab a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tans and Jess, and maybe bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's Pubcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 9.7, Loved, Lost, and Returned, where we are covering the novel Summer Night. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Kilo. Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us keep doing what we're doing. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 8 Dresden reconnects with Elaine. The two discover that they are both the emissaries of the fairy courts and pitted against each other. Dresden tries to convince Elaine to go with him to the White Council, but they are interrupted by a visit from the Warden Morgan. Boo. You don't need to go to the White Council. They're going to come to us. <laughs> <laughs> Super easy, Elaine. It's COVID. They have delivery now. <laughs> so, yeah, so we ended off with a, hello, Elaine. <laughs> so... Yeah. Whoa! Conveniently, or inconveniently now as the case may be, I just finished telling Murphy that I killed you like 10 years ago. What the fuck? <laughs> I've never told anyone about ten, this before, and then right in the book ago, when it matters. <laughs> uh, right? Finally open up to somebody. No, stupid woman, you have to prove me wrong. So, uh, yeah, so she's just kind of wandering around his apartment while he stands there with his jaw on the ground. Right. I have a little bit of a picky moment with that, with him, with her walking around. She inspects the fridge. <laughs> but is it not said that it's an icebox? Yes. I mean, that's. I mean, it, I'm, I'm, I'm being picky here, but there is a difference between a fridge and an icebox. Because yeah. one has got electricity and the other one really doesn't. It's stocked with ice. I, I agree. And it could be, I, I am willing to give it the benefit of the doubt in just the, you know, optional verbiage kind of a thing. I mean, it's what he uses as a fridge. It just happens to be powered by an actual block of ice. And maybe he's just kind of counting on that we've been with him by book four. You know, he explained in the first couple that it's like actually runs off of. So, or maybe it is a real fridge that was already in place for the tenant that lived down there and could use a fridge. He just has to power it like an ice box. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, a real fridge would work like an icebox. It's got I all the I suppose, insulation yeah, as a normal icebox. Shoved a block of ice True, in yeah. there to keep it. Yeah, I'm not quite sure that. So, yeah, that it's a fair point. It's not something <laughs> I ever kind of. I know I'm being super picky on that yeah. one. But I was like, but it fridge. is. What? He doesn't have a fridge. He doesn't know what a fridge is. <laughs> well, it is. And I mean, even that, like somebody was commenting on the Discord. Hey, guys. Um, 
you know, about the, the how we've said, like, he doesn't keep any mirrors. And he's like, no, but he has, like, his little shaving mirror. And then they're, I'm like, yeah, that's one of those things that kind of goes in a lot. Like, at points he makes he it. He has big. a mirror when he needs a mirror, and he doesn't have a mirror when he doesn't need a mirror. Exactly. God. Yeah, it's pretty much one of those <laughs> convenient that, yeah, sometimes he makes a big deal about not having it. And other times he does have his little shaving mirror that pops I, up. I've got and, it envisioned as, like, one of those prison mirrors where it's not actually a mirror, but it's shiny metal that you can see a reflection <laughs> in. I think the reflection is the part he's trying to avoid, though. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. Again, I don't know. He's, the most he's referred to as a shaving mirror. So, yeah, I do picture just one of those little kind of anti-fog ones that maybe they're not even fully glass. I don't know. Right. But regardless that, yeah, and somebody did, like, I've kind of wondered about that the odd time, too, right? And you're like, well, yeah, things can get in. Like, somebody, I think, were like, well, maybe it's too small. And I'm like... That could be a factor. I mean, there is a possibility. It's like one single figure, like, I'm going to get you. Well, I was going to say, you know, maybe maybe it does bear this eyeball. Hey, hey, what you doing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, Albus. I was about to say, I was like the broken mirror in Harry Potter. I swear I saw someone looking back. Your eyes, you mean? No. (laughs) They were blue eyes. I don't know blue eyes. Um, I've got my mother's eyes. How many times do I tell you people that? Right. Hello, Ron. Have you read a single one of our books yet? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, part of me is like, well, portal's a portal's a portal. I'm sure something big and scary could squeeze out of a little one. But regardless, you know, you're like, yeah, is is it enough if he just, like, keeps it covered in a drawer somewhere? I was going to say, if if it's, like, 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 you know, like, you know, like a closy, like, you know, like like a a, compact, a compact, you know, like, that's even funnier. I think he has a compact. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like, because I I know, like, in other content. get a girl but i have a compact <laughs> in other content like people have mirrors in their homes but they keep blankets over it and that's enough just to, yeah and right? that's what i wonder sometimes that's so, yeah. never been specifically addressed in the dresden verse yeah. and yeah exactly right i'm like is it turning it around enough is it covering it up enough is like sh- like, like exactly right like what <laughs> is the deal with these mirrors because you make them sound pretty important but so, you yeah, never explain how you deal fair, with them though like once we get to changes well he can have a whole new argument about it okay we can't and why doesn't anything ever jump out of the beetle or whatever you know i'm like is it because it's like a mobile object too much like you can't get a pinpoint because it might be moving around but like you've got like yeah the rear two mirrors side and mirrors like and that. a rear view yeah. mirror maybe he's just already beetle. ripped them out and that's why he's no because that beetle the, is so that's how he shit. saw himself i was gonna say that's the only time he ever right, sees right, himself is when he gets in the car and oh, notices yeah, how like, like shit he looks in like several books I'm pretty sure that's the only point yeah <laughs> Maybe because when you try to pinpoint on the beetle, it's like you're supposed to be looking up like uh, like uh, a Toyota mirror. And they're looking for a beetle mirror, and they're like, it's a moving target. Like, you the, know, you actually have to have it like GPS located in yeah. your mind, and then it's it's moving. So well, even well, that, but like the, the mirrors like, are all the, like Frankenstein too. Well, like it doesn't have no, his like, original beetle parts. That's my point though, is that no one can conjure an accurate picture of the beetle in their mind to co- like jump into because it's like fuck. Does he even have a blue door anymore? Is now like a green door? <laughs> right. Like, I was gonna say like, so no one has an accurate image of it. <laughs> right, he comments that, like, beards and things aren't good. Like, he still rinses all his shavings out, but he's like, usually they're not as good because, you know, your beard grows so much and if people shave their beards every day, it's not like having long hair that they can do a tracking spell on you. Yeah. It's like, maybe, yeah, like, the beetle is like that. It's like, it just changes so frequently <laughs> that no one can get, like, a zap on that thing. His, like, oh my gosh, his car is like, uh, Thesis. Like, uh, like the ship of Thesis. It's like, um... Uh, like the theory basically goes, it's like if your grandfather passes his axe down through the generations and through the generations through the generations, and you replace the handle, and it goes through the generations and through the generations, and you replace the blade, it's like is it still your grandfather's axe? Right. Oh, right yeah. If you rebuild Blackbeard's ship over and over and over again, eventually you've replaced every mast and every nail and every wood every plank. Is it still Blackbeard's ship? Yeah. Is it still really the blue beetle <laughs> when eventually it's just like, like it's never even got any of the original parts? Yeah. Like, it's like what part is? 
still. Right? Like, <laughs> I like this. Yeah. yeah. It's like we should start documenting from like, okay, what did he say was replaced in the first book? And we'll document like everything that's been replaced that he mentions in the books, you know, because like, yeah. Cause well, you know what? We have on our website. And we can be like, very changes, it was no longer. <laughs> we have on our website of like the most accurate account of what happened to the Blue Beetle because one of our guests, Michael, built the, built the Blue Beetle to almost exact specifications. specifications. He just yeah. kept like one of the changes for aesthetic reasons, but otherwise he followed the books exactly to how it had been up until it's... So he's already done most of the research. Perfect. So he's we'll got just, all of the injuries and all of the changes that's ever accumulated already listed on up our... To, and was that, was so that up crazy to... crazy how was, was, like, much detail he put into was that. Was that up to yeah. changes? I don't remember when he built he, the beetle. It, it's, up, it's like up for the entire books, except for like when he just wanted to keep one of the injuries for aesthetic purposes that Harry but said. Yes. He, Harry was like, I fixed this. Okay, yeah, was like, just I'm making sure that. he didn't like, you know, mm-hmm. make it in like book seven and then there's still change. So, okay, that is yeah. the... Well, there you go. Yeah, we can just go through his list of and see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys got to check out that website uh, post we have on it. It is truly something amazing. It is really cool, cool, and the pictures of the beetle are super impressive. Right back to the, the book. Elaine trashing. Yes. Um, whenever she appears in the books, I will talk shit about her. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's well, my- but the only thing not in his living room is his medicine cabinet. So she couldn't go through that. She had to go through the fridge instead. <laughs> <laughs> Take three Prozac a day, Harry. <laughs> He should be so, so lucky. I think that Jim Butcher really missed an opportunity here when he made Elaine yet another sexy, competent, femme fatale, whatever. Because pretty much all the women are sexy, confident, femme fatale, strong, all in their own elements, blah, 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 can handle themselves. Harry can't help it if that's just the type of women he attracts to himself. I'm just saying, like, this could have been, like, the one and only opportunity for him to be, like, just playing It's a kid game. from your childhood. Here's, like, a geeky, dumb girl that's just, like, whatever, blah, blah, right. blah, like, yeah. A little bit yeah. of variety in there. Well, you could have done a little bit, like, yeah, exactly, a little bit more variety. Kishlan, she's not important to the series. Spoiler, she never does anything useful that <laughs> another character could have done. Uh, so it's, like, she's not Faye, she's not, like... Uh, vampire. She's not like got any supernatural no other reason being a wizard, have. but she doesn't need to be like you know like the most beautiful whatever reasons. Yeah. She, uh, Murphy obviously like she's like a constant. She's there every day, so she needs to be strong and like up to the counter, whatever like that. Yeah. Right. She's got to be able to stick it out with Harry. Right. But like Elaine, she, she just pops up every now and again when it's convenient to the book. She didn't have to be quite as she have alluring to be the whole as everyone else also is. He could have totally made her just yeah. a little bit. A little bit. You know, like most of us look back at our first loves and be like, wow, <laughs> you weren't nearly as cool as I thought you were then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, wow, you haven't changed since we were 16. Or, yeah, or even, yeah, 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 as we go through the book, he could have been a little bit more just like disenchanted with, yeah. Right? But, he, like, even still by the end of it, you know, he's very much just like, oh, Lane, you know, like, <laughs> right? But it's like, I don't know, it just seems like a bit of a missed opportunity, especially since knowing in future books, she's doesn't need to be anything for him anyway so it's like why did you even bother to make her so cool and awesome and badass anyways when every other woman in the book is also just cool and badass and whatever anyways you know like just saying just could have been an opportunity for some variety see i was gonna say if it was like me or something like i know that's why i would never be a really good author at least not right off the jump or anything because i'd be like i want all my characters to be like you were talking about like D &D and the one when Jessica played with her friends and they had one guy that just wanted to be awesome at everything and she's like, you can't start at level one and be awesome at everything. Like, your character can only do so much and you can't have a paladin that can also be a cleric that can also be a rogue that can also be a... You know what I mean? It's like, if you're going to be a cleric, 
you have to be within, so you might be able to get one special power, you know what I mean? But I would be like that, right? I was like, you know, when I would make up stories when I was a little kid and my playing and everything, everything was always the best. But I'm like, but then again, but she goes around and like slaughters everybody willy nilly or like, you know, makes a good guy a bad guy or a bad guy, you know? So I'm like, I don't know if that's really his problem. You'd be like, maybe he just wants all these super cool people in his world. But I'm like, but he's yeah. a much better author than I am and has no problem. I can see how, what you say though about because it ma- it does make the women a little bit two dimensional in a way yeah. because it's it's form it's just fitted. like it's very it's just like yeah. everyone is a supernatural baddie. I mean like Susan and Murphy are kind of the only like non supernatural woman in the books, and then Susan quickly becomes supernatural anyways, right? Yeah, and, and Murphy's then you kind just of super competent, and Murphy's just super competent, right? And then Elaine is kind of the only other. I mean, we've got Charity, but Vanilla she just, you know, mortal. jumps in every now. She's also not reoccurring, which, again, Elaine's not reoccurring either. Or, I mean, sorry. They are reoccurring, but they're not main cast. <laughs> yeah. Occasional guest characters, not okay, recurring you know, characters. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's overcompensating. Maybe this is Butcher's version of women are awesome. I'm going to make all, you know, maybe he doesn't want to make, like, you know, like, back burners. Women are strong and can do know. anything a man can do. I just feel all, like, like, maybe, we maybe just... Again, we haven't met them all up we haven't time. met Butters yet. But like if you know who Butters is and you know who Sonya is, and you know who Shiro is, you know who Michael is, and you know who uh Billy is, like all the men have like their shortcomings but are still awesome, but all his women just have like no shortcomings or their shortcomings is just like stubborn. But again, like you I know? say maybe it's like that Overcompetent. Well, that's what he, I'm he's saying. A man. That, I'm he, just he saying it's dis- a mistake. <laughs> he can diss on men, but it's like maybe he does. You know, either unconsciously didn't realize he was doing okay. it. Trying. Uh, yeah, to be I'm or, not upset no, with the way that Susan is presented, yeah. or the way that Murphy is presented, or the way that as we meet all the evil females and whatever. Or <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, of what I know. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just like Elaine could have been the opportunity where you didn't need to have yes. such. Not even like not competent because I understand the whole like you know Bob is like oh you guys were always toe to toe and equals and blah 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 like you still could have yeah. had that. They grew but up. But you were children the at the time, you know, you were 16. There could have been a difference. There could have been a lap. She's been, well, as we read in this chapter, she's been uh, out for MLA, MIA, MIA for like a decade or so or something like that. Like she mm-hmm. couldn't, maybe she wasn't working on her craft as much. Or she has maybe. not been a member of the Legislative Assembly. Just, you know, there, I think there was, you know, a lot of legitimate reasons to maybe not have her quite as, yes, you know. He totally made, made her really obnoxious in personality. Like just off-putting. Yeah, and again, also, uh, like, again, like, first he, love or not, adopted sister or not, <laughs> if I haven't seen you in a decade, you can't just, like, feel like, at home in my house. <laughs> like, Yeah, she's definitely taking a lot of liberties there. Um, I was gonna say, not necessarily super obnoxious, because he, Harry does still have to, I mean, like, yes, his impulse is to automatically help her, but if she was that terrible, he would have been like, hey, you know what? Fuck you. Like, I think if she, he, he, he couldn't have made her too horrible that way. But yeah, he could have, like you say, not have made her a super awesome wow. He could have just made her a lot plainer. Well, I said this, I think, but. in the last episode, that like basically everything Elaine does in this book could have essentially been done by like Lydia or yeah. the same sort of thing. You know, like a lot of what happens is just like, okay, fine. Like he's driven by a sense of like my first love and it's Elaine. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he even could have just like, maybe Butcher didn't build it up enough or something like that. Because I get like, I like the concept of Elaine. I like the dichotomy and the problems that she presents. Just she herself as a character is not really... Her her backstory is more important than she is, you know? Yeah, he could have even, like, if he had given her more flaws, it would have actually, I think, sort of put more of a a shine on his... um, Still willingness to help her, despite... Well, an unreliable narrator. My my first love, she's so amazing, and we see that she's not. That, too. Kind of a a cool moment. And it would have been a a little bit more of a... um, 
problem too if like you know like for the readers essentially when you go through the books and you see him making all these decisions but with him the whole time it's like I know why he had to do that like why is the White Council mad at you like that was the only option you had you had to kill Bianca and burn down her house and blah 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 yeah, and start yeah, a war with yeah. the Reds right but it would be almost a cooler thing where if, yeah, like, if we didn't like Elaine, if it was a little bit like, and Harry's still like, we gotta help her, she doesn't want to go to the White Council, fine, she wants to, like, put me in this problem with the fairies, fine, then we could have been a little bit more like, Harry, what are you doing? <laughs> like, we don't, whereas, like, again, like, the way it's presented, we're all just like, yeah, like, we're Team Elaine now, right? Yeah. But it's like, for who, why, why? We didn't, why? even if Elaine hadn't appeared in these books, he essentially had to do everything anyways, right? It just added that extra layer that she's the summer, we'll learn in this chapter that, you know, hmm. but again, again, yeah. I just, you know, her backstory was a lot more heartbreaking than what yeah, she comes back to Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know if Elaine ever bothered me as much as she bothered, you know, again, I never sort of shone a light on it the same mm-hmm. way. I just sort of enjoyed the books. But you're right, I, I it was surprising to me because, again, like, he's very vague in the first, and I remember when he first is talking to Murphy, like, the very first time I read this, and I was kind of surprised that we were getting a bit... Or no, I think that she showed it. Maybe not, because we'd sort of gotten more or less those bits and pieces out of him already. Um, but yeah, I was not necessarily expecting to meet Elaine this soon. Like, again, I sort of thought, like, well, he's mentioned a few times about this dad, so it's entirely possible in the fantasy world that she's going to pop up again somehow, some way. Um, but, like, yeah, I wasn't necessarily expecting her to pop up The next chapter. Into, well, yeah, cause, I mean, it's only yeah. book four, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's only briefly yeah. mentioned her in a couple even of Even again, yeah, if he'd spent a while building her up even more yeah, and referencing back to her. Right, but. and then and then exactly like you say, like, she's okay, but it's... It's a little bit like an afterthought in, it's, this, in, this, yeah. in this way. It yeah. almost seems a bit more like, yeah, like, contrived or a plot device or something like that or wherever where, um, you know, oh. as like you say, as much as you build her up to be a super wow character, but like you say... Her story, her arc isn't, like you say, I'm like, okay, she's pretty, and she's competent, and she's, you know what I mean? Again, his first love. And his first love. But yeah, exactly. I'm, like you say, I'm not like, wow, you're right, Elaine. You're just like, okay, yeah, maybe when you were 16, she was awesome. Yeah, right? just a girl now. Just a girl now. (laughs) Yeah, and like you say, like, even where you could see sort of Mab coming up and out after Harry and where that benefits her, but in the, like, sometimes if you really step back and look, you're like... She owes you a debt, but why the uh, other than maybe for the manipulations that we can look at, but like why like, would she have picked Elaine to even as we play this role against Harry? Yeah, even as we meet Elaine in future books or whatever like that, as it stands right now with everything that's been published or the recording of this were as far as the law, mm-hmm. I was like, she doesn't have so far, she's never had a big role in the series thus far. No. Again, like, again, like, when she pops up and stuff like that for, let's say, you know, like, to give Harry a side quest, essentially, like, yeah. she's never, ever been a big part of the plot or anything like that. It's just been, like, even, like, again, like, how Butcher likes to throw in, like, 85 distractions a book for him, you know? Even then, hers is just, like, like, a, like very, um parallel to what he already has to do anyways. Well, who knows? Maybe this is one of those very, very Which, again, long maybe so long con. Maybe yeah. when there's a book comes out, it's going to finally, like, snap into place. Or when we get to Mirror Mirror, and it's going to be, like, they'll be married with, like, six kids. Cause, like, that would like, totally never change everything. Who knows? <laughs> you know? it was and like, all their kids are evil! Uh, uh, yeah, right? It's just, like, even it's as far a, as the backstory. Like, yeah, Elaine is nothing in this universe. We'll get to the next yeah, universe. It's like, all about what Which, uh, honestly, would totally redeem my whole Elaine thing. That would be, like, such the dichotomy that I'd be like, there we go. That there totally equals the it payoff. out. There we go. But as it stands right now, like, even if you want to be like, oh, like, it gives Harry this whole tragic backstory being betrayed, he gets that just from 
from Justin. You don't even need Elaine for that. No. You know, like, that was your adopted right. father, yeah. right? Like, that's a big enough relationship as is. Your mentor, your wizard mentor, your adopted father, like, and, right? And that going into it, because, you know, like I say, they do. I mean, like, it is kind of a little bit of a cute whatever when they meet. Because, yeah, she's wandering around his apartment, and he's like... It can't be, like, your dad. Yeah. Right? And she's like, well, anybody else know how you're, you know, like, something from the Never Never couldn't just walk through your threshold. And he's like, well, that's shitty and wimpy anyways. And she's like, well, nobody else can set up your wards. And he's like, somebody can figure it out eventually. And she's like, well, does anybody else know you failed your driver's test? And, you know, I'm like. Three times in the same week, Harry. <laughs> five. Five times in the same <laughs> he week. He must have gone, like, every day. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. Like, at that point, the driver instructor was like, please stop coming back. <laughs> it's like, you cannot come back until next month. Go practice. <laughs> I was going to say, in, when I was getting my license, you could try once every a day. once a day. But now you have to take a three-month wait. By the time my sister had to go get it, there's a three-month wait in between each driving is this test. The, this, is wow. the, this is the driving test, not the written test. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. That, yeah. That, that does make sense. Yeah. If like, you're not prepared. You, to, you, so, failed, yeah. you have to improve. I failed, I failed the first time I took it. The very next day I went and passed. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie failed the first time. She had to wait three months to be able to go and take it again. Well, it's really easy to fail those driving tests. Really easy. Well, it depends on your instructor and everything, too. Exactly. You're so nervous the first time around. And I got the exact same instructor the next day and mess up something else but she was like okay you did this perfectly yesterday so I'm gonna pass it and I was like okay (laughs) thank you I appreciate that Stay off the roads in Alberta, people. No. For, yeah, no, it's not just me. No one in Alberta can drive. <laughs> every every season of Canada's Worst Driver, someone from our city is on the uh, yeah, top three contestants. <laughs> every single season. Lot, yeah. But anyways... Um, that just means we're better defensive drivers because we're like, oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> that's, that's another true. one coming, oh god. Because we go through eight layers of ice <laughs> seven months of a year. <laughs> that as well, right? But what I was going to say is he has all this build up to how well she knows him and how much they shared together and like they soul gazed on their first night together and all this. And he's like, at first he's like, oh my God. And he's in shock. And then he like gets angry because he's like, wait a minute. And she's like, well, no, I managed to escape while you guys fighting. And he's like, yeah, while well, you held me down. And well, that's what thralls do, Harry. And what do you mean, right? But it's like, he seems to, and he does kind of say himself because she's like, well, I need help. And he's like, okay. And he's like, granted, I said it faster than I might have. And he's like, I would have for anybody, but maybe it was a couple, you know, but I'm like, they don't go through any more resolution. And I yeah. get they get into the thick of things and there's stuff that will happen. And But you know what I mean? But even in this moment for him to agree, and I'm just like, there's not a lot of rehashing. There's not a uh-huh. lot of working it out. There's not a lot of closure. There's not it's a lot of... Thing. And even the one yeah, thing... You're a thrall. Okay, let's... That's, and that's he doesn't it. even really want to accept it. He's like, are you trying to tell me the devil made you do it? And she's like, well, I don't know. It's not an excuse. It just had to be said. And then... They just go from there. Even though, I'm even like, the one thing he presses, like, where were you this whole time? She doesn't answer. And he's still like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I tried. right? 10, like, 12 <laughs> years of baggage. And again, not just that she disappeared. Not, I mean, like, most of us have had some, you know, nowadays you ghost people. You've all had somebody you broke up with or friend you used to have that you lost touch and never connected with. I'm like, where did they go? Why did you suddenly, you know, why did you not talk to me for all of seventh grade? By eighth grade, we were fine, you know? But it's like, you thought you killed her. It's yeah. not even just maybe in, like, you thought, like, not that you directly attempted to kill her, but as a direct result of your mm-hmm. actions, you know, like he always figured she'd perished in this fire he set in this fight with Justin. So I'm like, that's a lot. And then you're just like, okay, hi. Well, <laughs> that, yeah, I, I mean, oh if you put God. it in that context, it doesn't really make sense that she wouldn't, even if she was a thrall, if she was like, she ran away and 
was in this horrible traumatic experience with him, I would think if I were in her position, I would have been like, I got to go find Harry. What the hell it. happened like, to Harry? Like, this yeah. Is, yeah. But, but no, like, it's not even a question. It's, and it's not question, questioned that she didn't do it. Yeah. And maybe she found out because his life was a little more, I mean, she's obviously been avoiding the council. So she's obviously become aware of them. Like you say, Justin hadn't told either of them because he wanted them for his little personal army and it served no purpose for him to have them know about this governing body. Um, but yeah, right, Fly, even if she was, like, supremely, because, you know, she kind of, like he say, she doesn't really remember when she, like, where and how she got away, but Justin's spells obviously broke down, and, and like you say, whenever, however, she came to herself, did she kind, like, did she do at least that much? Did she know Harry, or did she, you know, she'd run away to Fairy, and they were like, oh, no, don't worry, Harry's fine, he's, you know, been taken in, and you know what I mean? But yeah, she doesn't really give any good adequate, like, I looked for you too, Harry, like, I checked in and I made sure you were okay, and so, so I was just like, I think it's better if I just stay out of, you know what I mean? But it was like, yeah, she doesn't even really give any sort of, uh, Even if she'd been a little bit more like, oh, like, the last time I saw you, you were trying to kill Justin, and Justin was trying to kill you, and you guys were, like, doing all this big magic, so I was afraid of you. Even if she said something like that, I could have had a little bit more, like, compassion, because, like, yeah, 16-year-old or not, it was probably a pretty scary, like, I'm gonna avoid these men, right? But even yeah. then, she's like, oh, no, like, you know, like, I totally understood where you were coming from, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I mean, I, does, does Butcher do this on purpose to leave that ambiguity for the character? It may be, right? So that we're not like, totally we don't in trust love this? with the, Yeah, exactly. Right. Again, again, maybe in future books, she will, it'll all finally but pan out. have questions. And, and again, like, this is, I think, just sitting here right now, as far as I can think, Elaine is literally the only character in the entire series that I kind of think that she just kind of, like, fell flat on who she is and what she's about and like take you know leave at any given moment anyone for. else for the good guys bad guys supernatural or not everyone's got a pretty good clear role and again right. like even all the other women are so strong and like you know like even charity is so strong you know as we meet eventually like the carpenter kids and stuff like that and they can be so strong and cool or we meet um other like bad guys that are female or whatever like that or female presenting in some cases <laughs> <laughs> even them you know like uh, deidre and i don't remember her mother Tara? No. Tish. 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 Like, they're all strong, they're all badass, they've all got their, like, femme fatale, blah, blah, blah thing going on. But for whatever reason, Elaine's just seems like, but why? Why does she have it? I mean, that could be just as simple as, like, her story got lost in editing. Also possible. Yeah, who knows? Hard to say with her. Yeah. I do agree, though, from what I can remember of it. I don't remember her as being anything impactful. Yeah, because, like, again, like, like again, not jumping into huge Tessa. spoilers. Tessa. Polonia Lartessa or something like that. Sure. But even as we get into, like, you know, the paranet, uh, like, even, like, her contribution to that is, again, like, could have been done by, and was done, really, by everyone else as well. It wasn't just her. Mm-hmm. It was a group effort, so just missing her wouldn't have made the biggest deal in the world either. Anyways, though, okay, Elaine's back. As we mentioned, you know, she tells Harry that Justin made me a thrall a couple of weeks before everything went down and I'd been working at his bidding. And then that night he decided, like, this is when it's all going to go down. And then obviously, you know, everything that happened and blah, blah, blah. And then they get into the hole. Well, this is why I'm here for now. I'm in trouble. (laughs) Yes. I'll help. Fuck off, Harry. (laughs) And like, yeah. And like, like you said, mom, like she instantly relaxes and she's just like, oh, thank you so much. Fuck you, Elaine. (laughs) How about you help yourself She's for like, once? Well, that was easier than I thought it would be. Okay. No, like literally, like, <laughs> are you sure? I had a whole speech to convince you. Nope, it's good. Okay. Yeah. 
You are the Harry I remember. Yeah, right. <laughs> 16 and hormone ridden. Yeah, you're pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> and I do kind of like, like, this is where when she finally gets rewrite, she's like the short story. Here's where the short version is, you know, like, there's been a murder within the realms. And Titania wants you to be her emissary. She wants you to find the killer and prove that the Winter Court is to blame. She told you that you'd be contacted tonight by Mab's emissary, but she didn't tell you who it was going to be. Huh? Right? Something like that by any chance? Wow. Oh, my God, Harry. How did you know? Fucking fairies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not without a sense of irony. Exact. Really. Exact. 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 But I'm like, this is real. Like, I get they're all about manipulation and contriving and the long con. But I'm like, this is, unless, you know, Mab and Titania were in cahoots, which they really shouldn't be because they're on the very opposite sides of this thing. I'm like, how the hell would you manage to, like, could you count that when she... I'm like, you might have, Mab could have, um... Yeah, when Elaine ran away to the Fae, yeah, this was all She might have stuff. foreseen that in this circumstance, Titania would appoint Elaine. But how do you, because they're like, you'll meet them tonight. How did you know that Elaine was immediately going to go running to Harry for help after yeah. all of this time in this particular situation when she has no idea that Harry has involvement? Like, it's not even clear. I don't think anything's ever mentioned. Like, I don't know if she ever knew about his, his godmother and Leah and stuff like that, right? So I'm like, there she might have had a vague idea that Harry had well, some connection to the fairies. But unless she knew that, she's got no reason yeah. to think. So I'm like... From, the, from Elaine's point why of view, she's you, the expert in fairies. Why yeah, do you need why, Harry? Exactly. Why would you think that just when you suddenly dump this in her lap, that the first person she's going to go running to after all these years yeah. would be Harry? Yeah. I'm like, that's a whole lot of coincidence that feels like they're like, I, I don't know how you guys could have planned on any sort of manipulation, coincidence, foresight to... To figure this is how, you know, so like, I don't know if there was a backup plan. Titania plan get- on the phone with Mab, like, this dumb bitch is gonna run to him the second she has a chance. <laughs> well, you know, guess what I did, guess what I did. <laughs> I, was gonna, I, was, I was gonna say, it's like, they're, they're, they're not, mis- not, uh, I was gonna say, they're not like, well, I guess they're kind of arch enemies, cause, but they're also like sisters and like exactly. Sis- I was gonna say, it was like, they're totally like, polar opposites, right? Like, they control completely different and they're at, at, you know, polar opposites. When it, but exactly, I was like, it is astounding. They are still Faye sisters, is right? Faye so is she's Faye. Like, still going to call her up and be like, oh my God. Like, so anyway, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, you guys killed my guy, but I'm going to have to find somebody to go find him. And Matt's like, oh, she puts Elaine on this. I got to go. Hang on, I got an appointment. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Maybe it's like some kind of professional courtesy that they're like we got we got to keep our, our game up on, on fooling these humans <laughs> yes, like sorta. this is what I got I, planned what do you it's, got it's, planned it's, it's, it's like courtroom that's full fay <laughs> Co- courtroom disclosure it's like we can't tell you what our like our strategy and our plan is but we have to disclose whatever evidence we have <laughs> so that you can you know prepare accordingly and yeah so that's what it is they're like we still have to like show most of our cards we just can't <laughs> so <laughs> like, again uh, had Elaine been introduced before this, whether in person or just by being spoken about more and built up more, this could have been a real big, like, shoe dropping, like, oh, shit, the other side has blah, 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 like, Harry's over the barrel on this side, right? But again, when you get it, like, it is, it's just like, hey, well, Harry's on Team Winter, so go fuck the summer court, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry to be you, Elaine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he's gotta, yeah, look out for himself here. Yeah. And then, like he says, he's like, I don't really know what Elaine's deal was, but I imagined it wasn't any less fatal, right? So, and again, like, whatever, 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 we don't know. But it kind of makes me feel like, well, she she sought 
you know, sanctuary yeah. there, asylum, whatever. So they were kind of like cool with. And I mean, I get there's the whole like mortal and fairy thing, but I was like, apparently they've been cool with her chilling there for like they say ten to twelve years or well, whatever the time span is here. Um, but she still like racked up a big debt, and I'm like, and this is like I sort of get with with Harry because he doesn't fucking want to do this, mm-hmm. and Mab's like, well, you're gonna say yes anyways because <laughs> you don't know all the. Right, but like Harry, literally the second he, re- she's like, I'm not taking the guy. Don't, I don't care what the problem is. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. La 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 la. Right, and he's very much manipulated and coerced between the council and the court to have to do this. Whereas Elaine doesn't seem like she's like she's been with very oh. like, hey, we need someone to check this out. I'm gonna make you go do it. Oh, okay, fine. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm like, how is this? As, I don't as, know that I agree with that though because we don't know what the conversation went down with her. I think in my head it could very much easily have been just like the summer court being like, listen, you've been here a decade and it's time to pay the rent, bitch. This is like the one and only job we want you to go do. Like I don't think it was like, oh my god. Like, I guess maybe we but- love having you around. Like would you like to like maybe be in a missionary or maybe you want to like go to no like it was like hey we've done everything for you for a decade time to fucking fucking pay the piper like well i get and we will see more things as the book plays out but i mean like a little bit in this introduction to me i'm like it's it's not as it doesn't seem like as heavy as i mean he says like she probably has some fatal deal too like okay yeah we don't know the details but if she was willing to seek sanctuary there and stay, because again, if she like five minutes into it was like, this is a bad idea, she probably could have tried to find some way to extract herself earlier than she did, right? So she accepted this for the last several years. Right, she She's does seem pretty fairy friendly. Very, very, very friendly, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, like Which is harder to say than you it, think. It is, very. <laughs> <laughs> She's fairly uh, fairy friendly. <laughs> she's fairly fairy friendly. Oh, I guess. Um, but he says something about the fairies, and he's like, Elaine kind of looked around, like, right? Like, she's in- indoctrinated enough that yeah. she knows they don't want, don't call them fairies, Harry, like, right? <laughs> so it seems to me that she would be, like, she's in the summer court. She would know the summer night. Um, she would want to find out what happened here, too. Um, you know, like, yeah, they killed our dude. Like, what the heck? She'd be like, yeah, let's go. I'm sure Mab did this all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, she more just, rallied around the fact that, like, she wants to solve the murder because someone killed her friend. And would, ha- yeah. That would like, be a little bit more driving force as well. Seems like that to me that I was just like, I don't know. But, just, an, okay, another complaint is, like, you're saying, like, unreliable narrator is, like, even if, again, like, the way it's written leads me to believe that, like, Harry being like, oh, they probably have her more or less over the same barrel as me. It'd be, like, a little bit more if we learned that even, yeah, Harry was putting that all onto her, and she was, like, we later reveal later on, she's like, no, I just felt like helping, you know? Whereas, like, yeah. Harry's like, oh, my God, like, this must be life and death for her. I've got to do everything in my power to help her and help me and help uh, yeah, uh, the White well, Council, right? And at the end, you find out Elaine was just like, oh, I was just doing this because I had time. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? He's like, yeah, and he's like, what? I, like, even that could have been a different sort of level of conflict, it you could know? Because she does kind of say she's in trouble, but, yeah, she all she says is that, like, I owe them, and they picked me mm-hmm. for this. It's Right, like he, right? He's the one that does assume more. Yeah, yeah she doesn't really think she's got skin in the game, but what? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And again, like if, if there's no motivation, not su- enough motivation. We're supposed here. to be led to believe. Mm-hmm. I think that she is in the same life or death as Harry, but it would have been something to learn later on that actually she wasn't. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that was just Harry projecting or assuming Ex- or whatever. Right, exactly. Which would make her seem a little bit more manipulative, yeah. even more well, manipulative. Guess, actually, which, yeah, you know, I'm just looking to put a flaw on her anywhere because like. He, yeah, she she does in her words when she tells him because he says all this. He's like, "Oh, let me guess," and she just stares at him for a moment, and then she's like, "Harry, if I don't succeed, if I don't fulfill my debt to her, I'm it's it's going to be very bad for me." And that's when he says, "Yeah, who oh boy, 
Mab's, tell me about it, you know, Mab's basically. So I guess she does admit that there is a lot more mm-hmm. danger to her in this that, I guess, but I guess, you know, maybe they're like, you better prove she did it or else. And I guess. Oh, yeah. like eternal it. winter or eternal Ebola. Like, both sides are scary. Yeah. Like, well, exactly, Various, various, very. Uh, yeah, I guess that's one way to, you know, it's like, I don't mind taking on this project and helping you out, but if you fail, we'll kill you. That. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? Can I just, like, not offer to help you paint your fence anymore? Because I don't know how this is going to turn out. <laughs> Never actually painted before. I was just trying to be nice, yeah. but. <laughs> so, Harry, uh, his his idea of what a good solution is, is to go to the White Council with 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 Elaine. I like how you said that. Like his solution of a good idea is to go to the White Council. Like this idiot. We've known them for three chapters, and this idiot wants to go talk to the White Council. Well, especially since we know it's Harry. He hasn't exactly talked them up over well, the last three our, books previous. And yeah, our, our last experience with with the White Council is we're going to cut your head off because <laughs> we th- we think that you you're a murderer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Right. With this whole thing, with I know exactly. Like he's he's basically sort of more or less. Uh, badmouth them for the last few like yeah they're useful but they're also a bunch of dicks and then we actually meet them and they're a bunch of dicks and then he's like okay I got it <laughs> you know and yeah I kind of yeah, I kind of have to go with Elaine on this one like seriously yeah. like mm. the guys that tried he's like well you might be biased she's like could be last I heard these guys tried to kill you <laughs> yeah. uh, okay well yeah oh, now you care Elaine <laughs> yeah, now, now you. <laughs> last time I heard of you Elaine you tried to kill me too. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. No, uh, you're coming to help. No, I, I do like Harry, how he is still, like, Team White Council, though, as much as he fucking hates them, he still thinks that they're a legitimately important function of society. Well, and as Despite he's, his own problems with them, he's like, they're still here for wizards. Maybe I've got my own issues with them, but overall, they're four wizards. Yeah, exactly right. Like, that's what he says, right? Because he's like, oh, come on, like, you're gonna have to come up to them anyways. And she's like, whatever. And he's like, well, you're a human, and you're a wizard. That's all they care about. Like, they're still gonna stand up to, to back the mortal, like, human beings or whatever, right? So, yeah, he's like, and again, right, he's like, I have some friends on, like, most of them, sure, there's a bunch of dicks, but not everybody is, you know. A lot of them are honestly indifferent. A, a lot of It's just, you know, too. the most bunch of dicks are the highest, the highest bunch of dicks. Bunch of dicks. <laughs> and it's a little bit of, like, goes, him but. seeing, I think, is what's the lesser of the two evils if the white, if they find out the, that she's involved, the white council finds out that she's alive and a wizard and helping the summer council, or, or the yeah, summer court. summer court. Uh, or we... Just don't surprise them and hey, explain it all. To this them. is what's going on. We're we're we don't know what to yeah. do. Well, and that is it, and that's a lot. I think where Harry's coming from, you know, like it's kind of she's like we need to figure something out, and he's like I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and she's like, well, what have you got? And it was just a cute line where he's like, I think if it grows any more horns, I'm gonna have to shoot it and put it on my wall or whatever, right? And she's like, and this is a little bit to me of a cute callback to how much they do know about each other, you know, and whatever. Because she's like. I know this is never going to sink in, but it's not the time for jokes. So it's like, you knew Harry's yeah. been a smart ass like his whole life, right? Yeah. Like, you know, even as that 10, 12, 16 year old boy, he was always trying to, you know, crack a joke and be funny. And I'm going to uh, use humor to deal with my pain, okay? Yeah, yeah right? There's, there's been a lot I'm going to. Um, um, but, anyways, yeah, so he's all like, yeah, exactly, right? He's like, okay, better for us to just rather than spring this on them. Like, they already don't like anything I do and any more surprises. Um, It's not so much said now, but we'll learn throughout the books, and it can be somewhat, if you're really paying attention, implied or taken away from the fact. We know Justin never disclosed Harry or Elaine to the White Council. No one even knew he had these mentors until he was murdered, and then 
So the White Castle doesn't even know Elaine exists at all. Not well, just is, that she's dead, but they just didn't know she existed at all. Harry didn't bother to tell anyone that there had been another one because she dead. thought he was dead too. Yeah. And he just was like, well, fuck these guys. I'm keeping as many secrets as I possibly can. And we know that he stole Bob out of the wreckage as well and managed to hide that away too during the trial. So it's like, yeah. Harry clearly, like, whatever secrets he did have from that, he was like, fuck you guys. I am going to keep this from you because I already well, don't like you right off the I'm bat. legitimately with Elaine. It was just kind of a, I yeah, don't you, see a point because... She's dead and gone, right? But that's like, another exactly. thing, like, that like, I find is more and more important as the series goes on, is keeping her entire existence a secret Yeah, is a big deal or whatever like that, right? And yeah. That's one good, like, again, like, not that Elaine has a huge thing, but I do like at least that part of the whole one more thing, one more wedge between the White Council and Harry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that they know about it, but, like, even Ebenezer doesn't know about Elaine, you know? More interesting story with more drama and conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, again, yeah, if the White Council ever does find out about Elaine, it creates another problem. Then, okay, Elaine, congrats. You have an interesting point about you again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he? I'm, just so you mentioned Ebenezer, and I'm kind of wondering. I'm like, you know, maybe he does. I almost felt like there was some point somewhere. but Maybe, maybe I'm misremembering, but I don't think anyone knows Elaine exists. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of something or somebody else that references her Michael. or something. Yeah, well, that's, true. Michael, that's true, Michael. That's yeah, true, Michael. Yeah, Michael knows maybe, about Elaine, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of when Michael is like, yeah, this isn't from the same, um, grave, grave peril. peril and, yeah. Why don't you just marry Susan? It's like, this isn't Elaine. We don't talk about Elaine! Right, right, right. Yeah. We don't talk about Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> Which was awful. I had that come, I, I don't remember what, but my boss at work was telling me something. And she was like, oh, I can't remember if he used to be like an employee or a friend or a customer or something. But she was like, oh, yeah, she's like Bruno. And I immediately, I was like, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> and she was just like, okay. <laughs> she, what a yeah, missed opportunity. Yeah. And then, I don't know, for all of you out there that have been watching. It was my wedding day for all. We were getting ready. <laughs> there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Where have you been, Linda? <laughs> How could you not have heard it at this point? Yeah. So he's like, all right, yeah, let's let's go. We'll go to the count. you got to go talk to them anyways. The fuck I do? Well, she does eventually what relent and, and, and agrees. Well, she kind of, but yeah, her initial is like, oh, she's fuck, like, like you sound stupid. like a, I don't yeah. know why we would do this, well, but like, okay. Yeah, she's like, oh, you mean the guys that like just decided to, you know, condemn you without any trial and like execute you just for the hell of it? And yeah, let's go sign me up, right? And he's like, well, yeah. Um, but yeah, he does a lot of quick talking. Be like, hey, I've actually got friends. Like people will listen. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of giant dicks, but, and she's like, maybe like she's just yeah starting to consider um <laughs> again that's another one she's like she's like god harry you just can't see it she's like the council doesn't care about you she's like they don't want to protect you they'll only put up with you as long as you told the line don't become an inconvenience i'm already an inconvenience fine a liability <laughs> you know? oh yeah that too <laughs> she's like she's trying and he's like yeah no really they have all i'm like you're not helping your case harry and then there came a knocking, a rapping. Oh, put a knocking at my chamber, chamber door. door. Dresden, open up, traitor. There's questions I need you to answer. Traitor. Like, just whatever. Like, he's just all, I don't care whatever's going on now. Morgan You're got t- his theater degree. <laughs> God, can you imagine? Can you imagine a pimply-faced little Morgan in, like, trauma theater? I'm like just, just never getting the girl, and how yes. never getting and yes. the respect of the. And now he's just like a dude with a badge. How old is Morgan? He could have been like, like one a, of the original Shakespeare. He's like no. 150 ish, okay, I think. No, not old enough to be a Shakespearean. The an OG Shakespearean an actor. OG. <laughs> he tried vaudeville and they sent him away. <laughs> As they always do. Right. He just took so much punishment as like the theater geek and the nerd, and the, that now he's just like abusing his power. 
own too many fans of the opera recreation. You know, yeah, right. He's going up to like every jock that ever bothered him, being like, "Oh yeah, want to cut your head off? Huh? Because I can do that now." It's always those nerds who grow up that have the worst attitudes. Well, is Ryan for the Highlander? Right. You had the hair for it. J- yeah, just just one more abuse of power behind the badge. There, he's just like I. Yeah, it's not like he's biased or anything. No, no, not no. I I do like Morgan though. We don't get a lot from him in these early books, but eventually we do get the Morgan arc. A lot of interesting shit going on. Yeah. For now, he's just more. another asshole. Well, and he's good at what right. That is yeah. his role right now. Yeah, he it's plays his role well. Let yeah. us know, like this is the dick half of the council, and this is where their stubborn, narrow-minded bias. This is the enforcer of the dick this side the of the council. Enfor- yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like I'm just gonna dog your heels, and I'm like I'm just out to catch you, and that's yeah. This concludes our episode 9.7, Loved, Lost, and Returned. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and mcanalys.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing. And please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 